You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Our God is good. And all the time. Brothers and sisters, dear friends, in our gospel text this morning, we see a wonderful example of persistent prayer and an unshakable determination of a mother. A mother who would do anything, who would suffer a pushback, yet bravely endure an insult for the sake of her child. A mother who refused to be put off or give up. How delighted she must have been when Jesus finally answered her prayer. For her, that meant that all her trouble, all the begging, and all the embarrassment she suffered had not been in vain. She is for us, dear friends, a true example of perseverance, courage, faith, humility, and love. She exemplifies all of this. Jesus said to her, Woman, you have great faith. Let your wish granted. This woman, dear friends, is for us a model of what could be called tough faith. Tough faith. It truly requires one with a faith as tough as this to be able to bear the kind of insult our Lord Jesus poured on her. She believed that faith impels us to persevere, to struggle, and often with no guarantee of a happy outcome. And faith is not a magic wand it calls forth from us humility, courage, perseverance, and ultimately love. And as you know, dear friends, faith and love are intertwined. They are inseparably connected. And love, therefore, becomes simply for us an expression of our faith. So Jesus' reaction is quite surprising. He appeared to ignore her, then refused her, and even tried to put her off 
Yet, she was incredibly determined and would not take a no for a response. The Canaanite woman had to face all kinds of obstacles in order to be able to obtain a cure for her daughter, a daughter that she loves so dearly. She had to overcome her ego to beg. As a Gentile, that is not always welcomed among the Jews. The Canaanite woman had to overcome, firstly, the apparent silence and indifference of Jesus to her desperate need. Then, some sort of put down by Christ. It is not right that we should give food that is meant to children to dogs. I wonder how many of us will take this kind of dry humor by Christ, so tough, so difficult. This woman had become all of the, had overcome all of these challenges and rejection. With a good sense of humor, the Canaanite woman turned the harsh words of Jesus to her advantage while also keeping her dignity intact. She believed there was enough food to go around even for dogs from the one who fed 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. So she did not fit into the local religious sphere because she was simply considered a foreigner. A foreigner like an asylum seeker or a refugee. But she knew that she did fit into the heart of Jesus simply because she was the mother of a child that was sick. She was the desperate one that needed her daughter cured. She was a woman that recognized that her daughter simply needed help. So for her, she knew that she simply fit into the heart of Jesus. And for me, dear friends, this is what matters the most in spite of the rejection and the castigations of friends, the judgment that we suffer every so often from our friends, what should matter the most for us is that we fit into the heart of Jesus. Stereotypes, name dropping, name calling, and all of those do not truly matter. What matters is that you are in the heart of Jesus. That is the most important. So some situations oftentimes require our gentle and humble response and not bitter reactions. This is what we have learned from the Canaanite mother. 
So the Canaanite woman wasn't put off because she wasn't seeking something for herself. Her entire focus was on her daughter. And our readings today are all about inclusion in a kingdom that refuses to exclude those who seek God with a sincere heart. As Isaiah reminds us in our first reading today. So we see Jesus breaking barriers, teaching us their friends to be welcoming to all peoples. And the ultimate mission of Christ is to restore the dignity of people whose stories and cries have been ignored and indeed neglected by our own society. It is your duty as well as mine to make those that society rejects to feel included, to feel loved, to make them feel welcome and that they belong in our hearts, in our homes, in our churches. That is our job. And Jesus today, dear friends, demonstrates all of this. Christ was not rejecting the Canaanite woman nor refusing the desperate need of a person. At first, the woman saw Jesus only as the son of David, a great miracle worker. She saw him only in terms of earthly power, as a great man who was to liberate people from their ills and problems. She needed to grow in her concept of Christ. She needed to learn step by step that he is the Lord and he is to be worshipped by all. That he is the master of all lives and the person must persist and persevere in humility of heart, seeking him first. So faith must be awakened in our hearts, then Christ will be able to minister to us. The Canaanite woman believed that Christ's power could overcome space and time to be able to reach her daughter. What an enormous faith. In the end, she learned not only to call him Lord, but to worship him as Lord. So worship is knowing God and enjoying him forever. Worship is moving our hearts and our woundedness, allowing ourselves to fearlessly experience the love of God and to be able to share this love with those around us. So the disciples of Jesus, like many of us, would see her as a nuisance. And such an encounter can indeed awaken within us feelings of tenderness and compassion, kindness and communion. So this encounter reminds us that before God, my dear brothers and sisters, we are all poor and we all stand in need of his mercy and love. 
None of us is so rich that he or she has nothing to receive. And none of us is so poor that he or she has nothing to give. This is what Jesus demonstrates. And this is the lesson they are friends to learn. Therefore, we hold up our empty hands to God. As a beggar holds out an empty ball to passers-by. And we are saying in effect, Lord, before you, I am as poor as a beggar. At this altar today, dear friends, I will become the chief beggar, praying for our needs and the needs of each one of you here and your families, as well as the needs of our world. So sickness reminds us that we are always sinners and not self-sufficient, and that we need others, and that we need forgiveness and mercy, and that we need the love of God and his mercy in our lives. It reminds us that our lives are so fractured and broken, and that we have a genuine need to always be integrated and made whole. Like this woman, the Canaanite woman, dear friends, we have also come with our needs, desperate to hear the Lord say to us, you have great faith, let your will be done to you as you have asked. And this is why we are Christians. This is why we are Catholics. This is why we love God with all our hearts. We have come to listen to him again speak those reassuring words to each and every one of us. Let our faith be done to us as we have asked. I'd like to end with a joke. A gentleman was boasting about the superiority of his faith, Catholicism, and the holiness of his priests over and above those of the Hindu and the Muslims. He believes that his priests are holy or holier than the Hindu priests and the mullahs, the Islamic cleric. So debating at the crossroads, despite a Hindu priest who was going into a brothel, and the Catholic snared and said, did you see that? A Hindu priest is getting into a brothel. Our priests won't be seen going there at all. A proud man. Then minutes later, he saw also an Islamic priest, a mullah, who had covered his face with his shawl, also getting into the brothel. As always, the Catholic, the good Catholic, remarked, Ah, aha, mullahs are no better than the Hindu priests. Look at him, also going into the brothel. So just then, his parish priest 
also slightly entered the brothel, the samples, and the wise Catholic sighed sanctimoniously. I wonder which of those girls is sick and in need of sacraments. <laughs> so crafty a man. So his belief is that he's just going there to minister to the ladies, ministering to the Hindu and Islamic mullahs. Strangely, their friends, we are always holier than they, just as Pharisees in the time of Jesus claimed superiority over Gentiles. As we gather this morning, dear friends, in humility of heart, we acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord to heal us and to grant us peace through Christ our Lord. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.